0: All right, welcome back to the Welcome Home Lake Norman podcast. It is me, Ryan Weber, with Ben Thomas and Tiffany Weber of the newly formed Thomas and Weber Law at the Lake Law Firm.
1: Hey, there you go, baby.
0: It looks good. I mean, we've already officially broken our uh, previous Facebook page record, so I'm pretty proud of that. So
1: well, somehow I people mean, like That is your job, isn't it? <laughs> but it You're a marketing guy.
0: It took me two years to get to where we were, and it took five days to beat that.
1: Hey, look, you've done a great job for us. There's no question about it. But I, I see what you're doing out there well, for other folks. What
0: happened is they saw Tiffany's face and said, oh, I'm going to like that one. They were sick of seeing the old white guys.
1: Oh, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of seeing the old <laughs> bald-headed white boy.
0: <laughs> the
2: cameras have to be rolling for Ryan to compliment me. So keep going. Yeah,
0: we'll, we'll keep him on for this. Um, so what we're going to talk about today is eminent domain. One, we're excited. And two, we need to know what the heck's going on because – We've always had this road problem here in Mooresville, and so the roads are getting widened. It's, we've got, we talked to Miles Atkins almost a year ago now. The mayor, yeah. And he said there's like $600 million of mm-hmm. funding going into the Mooresville-Lake Norman Road area. However, that kind of brings on a new issue that our real estate friends, we talk to them a lot, and they're having these issues or their, their clients are asking them questions because they're getting these packets in the mail talking about eminent domain. So Yeah, and,
1: and stakes in the yard like uh, we just had in our office, right? Right. You guys are out there uh, so, laying out what they're going to take from us. So
0: I guess mm-hmm. the, the easiest way to start this thing, lawyers, what is eminent domain? What's happening?
2: Well, I mean, we want the roads widened, but land doesn't grow on trees. We're not just going to be able to make up some new land and put it right in the middle of the road, so it has to come from the adjacent properties. And the government has the right through this thing called eminent domain or condemnation, if you want to call it that.
0: And that's the same thing. I learned oh, yes. that today.
2: <laughs> today, Ryan learned that they are the same thing. Um, and you're not the only one. Because mm. a lot of people, they hear condemnation, they think of the house that's falling down being condemned. Uh, but no, it, it's the government's right to be able to take property uh, that belongs to private people or companies and use it for the public to how make is the that, roads wider.
0: How is that a thing? How are they allowed to just take it?
2: Then you want to talk well,
1: about the Well, I mean, the they have a right as a government under the Constitution. Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? It's the yes. Constitution? Yes. Yep. But the good news is the Fifth Amendment also provides landowners the opportunity to make sure they get fair value when the government takes their property.
0: And that's where attorneys come into play of, like, why do attorneys reach out for eminent domain? Right, right. So... Mm-hmm. I guess probably the next question our real estate friends are getting is, well, I got this packet in the mail. I got offered maybe a sum of money already. Well, what should I do? And what do you guys say when someone comes to you and says, well, what
1: do I do? Well, first of all, that's their initial offer. And let's be real. Yeah. I mean, this oh. is, and, and I think realtors, everybody understands this, Right. When you go to buy a property and you're advising your client to make an offer, are you going to make your highest and best offer right then? Of course not. Of course not. The government's no different. They do this all over the state, all mm-hmm. over the country, obviously. Uh, but in North Carolina, they're they're very good at what they do. Um, they know how to go in, make offers.
0: And it looks reasonable. I mean, if you're a landowner sitting there and maybe they're taking a, a sliver of your land that you don't use, mm-hmm. but... It's still a piece of your land, and you get a check for fifteen thousand dollars in the mail. I mean, that looks awesome. Yeah.
1: You know, a lot of people go, "Wow, man, let's go shopping!" Right? That's fantastic. But the truth of the matter is that you can probably do a lot better. Yep. I mean, I just had one the other day that was—I uh, think they offered him—I think fourteen thousand—and we ended up settling it for about twenty-seven thousand. I mean, that's almost double. Yeah,
0: and yeah. it's case by case. Like yeah. that's not I, average results. I no, mean, we it doesn't don't, mean anything. Some, some, sometimes
1: everyone is unique,
0: and sometimes it's a great offer initially. Yeah. We don't know until we look into it, and that's why you have the Ben Thomas crew of misfits that <laughs> <laughs> you well you know around Lake Norman. Well, we're
1: local. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the attorneys that do this are from different areas, and they travel around the state, and and that's uh, how they make their living. Of course, um, we we like the fact that we're local, and we use local professionals that are experts in the area. For example, people who understand the true value of properties. uh, In the Lake Norman market. In the Lake Norman market. Um, Local folks who understand our zoning concepts. And what we've got that's unique here uh, versus other areas is the watershed rules Mm -hmm. and how that affects people's property and what they can actually do with their property after the government takes a portion of it. Right. So, I mean, I think the objective here is to be fair. And all we want to do is encourage people to do what they need to do to get the fair value for their property that's taken, but make sure they're also getting fair compensation for what they're left with. Right. That's a big deal. And,
0: and Tiff, you were telling me that the way you guys are operating this thing, like, it, it doesn't actually cost anybody to check this out, you you kind of, you guys don't make any money off of this unless you make them more money, right?
2: That's right. Yeah. So a, a landowner is always going to get at least what the government initially offered, even if they proceed with an attorney.
0: So they could say, mm-hmm. you know what? Uh, I don't like that offer, but they're going to get that no matter what at a minimum.
2: Right. Right. And knowing that that offer is usually not what the land is worth. You can proceed on with the process, hopefully get more. You get what you were initially offered plus what was extra, and the attorney's fee only comes out of what was extra.
0: Yeah. So for an example, in Ben's situation, you know, they made an extra $13,000. Well, Ben didn't take anything from that 14000 that was initially offered. He only got paid a percentage, and all attorneys are going to have a different percentage based on what needs to go into it. He only got a percentage of that 13000 Right, yeah. So they got 100% of what they were offered. They got extra money by working with Ben for free, And Ben took a percentage, a small percentage of what they made extra. So they just, it was just free money that they made.
1: Yeah, but I mean, we had to get somebody to review that appraisal that that the government had done to, to see what was inaccurate with it
0: and that's all that cost you you pay and that's why you have your percentage because you take care of all of that right right
1: right we pay for those experts right out of uh the percentage that we get over and above right so so as a landowner it's
0: almost a no-brainer to at least just talk to somebody and say Mm -hmm. hey is this a good offer
1: yeah i mean absolutely why would you not do that uh especially since it doesn't cost you any money. And, you know, when
0: they come to you, you're going to just look at it and say, well, we think we could get you a little bit more. Is it worth it our time to say uh, we're only going to get $1,000 and it's going to take 30 hours? Well, that's not Mm -hmm. worth it for us to go into it. We think it's a good offer to take.
1: Yeah. Of course, you know, the attorney's always going to get paid more if they get more. But the real objective is to do what's right by the client. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't want to drag something out when it's not beneficial to the client. Exactly. But if it, if it's, you know, if you need to do that to fight for the client, then you got to do it Yeah, because everyone's different
0: and these might go to trial, right? Sure. Of course. So could someone theoretically, if they, maybe they think that they're also an attorney, you know, we have a lot of people out there that, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm a smart guy. Maybe I want to go fight the government myself. Are you allowed to? Of course you can. (laughs) Why wouldn't you? (laughs) Well,
1: well, there's, there's a lot to it and, and you really need the counsel of a lawyer to help you through that process yeah. because eventually the, what's going to happen is they're going to offer you the amount of money, like uh, Tiffany was saying. Um, you're going to get that amount, and what the government does is they're going to, if you say no, which you absolutely have every right to say no to that amount, then they're going to file a legal action, a lawsuit. And they're going to take that money that they offered you and they're going to put it with the court clerk of court in the in the county where the property is located
0: so basically like the court is holding the money that's going to be their yeah, that, yeah, yeah that's going to it's going to cost to do all this road maintenance
1: well what it, no yeah what it's going to cost to buy what they are offered to buy your property for they're going to take that amount put it under your name under the lawsuit they filed against you under for condemnation of your property and they're going to put that with the clerk now the interesting thing is that you actually can get that money and still continue to negotiate and <laughs> do some battle with them,
2: but you have to know how. but
1: mm-hmm. you got to know how and and you have to answer that lawsuit, and it, you really need a lawyer to help you with that. I mean, you, you can do it on your own. But it's, yeah, not, it's not like small claims. What's the, yeah, it's not like small claims.
0: The, isn't there a quote out there like the, the worst? Uh,
2: he who represents himself has a fool for a client.
0: There you go. Yeah, I like that one.
1: And that goes true for lawyers too. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> lawyers exactly. should not represent themselves. Right. They you, need other lawyers to help oh, And that's them. the
0: thing is when you represent yourself in any situation, you're too emotionally connected to that. You need an impartial party to, yeah. to manage it.
1: And talking about emotions, I mean, some of the, cont- uh, the calls we're getting and the questions we're getting – are people that, you know, this land's been in their families in this area for many, many years. Yeah, what can I do? Can I, I mean, say we're, no? We're going, you know, hundreds of years back yeah. and um, from the grants from yeah. the king around here. And so it means a lot to them. And, um, you yeah. know, some of them just don't want to do it. Yeah. I'm not going to give them my land. But the yeah. train
2: is coming.
0: Yeah, it's they're, coming. And, and they're going to take it no matter what. That's so right. you might as yeah. well make sure that you're getting taken care of fairly before you just say, well, you know what, take it however you want.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, some people, you know, they might think, well, it's not worth my time and effort. It's not worth the trouble to try to get more. Let me just take this and be done with it. Because they don't realize that an attorney for a case like this is not going to cost them anything. Right. So I think that's a big misconception. And they really
0: don't do anything, correct? Like they they hire you guys and then they almost well, sit back? Well, it's kind of like we ask any work? client
2: to do is just communicate with us. Mm. Um, you know, you always have to be a participant in your own case. But as far as the running around, finding the... Uh, our appraiser finding all of the local professionals with that expertise, they're not doing that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And you, I mean, there's no way to do it right without doing that if you're going to represent yourself in a case like this. Yeah,
1: you've got to have the right people um, looking at your particular land to help you evaluate it. So even if you're doing it by yourself, you really got to—you have to get local professionals yeah. who know what they're doing.
0: Yeah, and I feel like you know those guys. I, we, I,
1: hear him, I hear you on the phone
0: with them. You, you know some of these crazy guys around here. We got, we got here. some good ones around here. <laughs> we got
1: some great guys around here that uh, uh, know this land, Yeah, like the back of their hands. Ones that are in the
0: same situation, too. Like oh, yeah, some of them. They're yeah. getting some of their land taken, so they know exactly oh, yeah. what yeah. The, the negotiation no, process I, you is You
1: know, like. this is one of those situations where a lot of people are going to learn a lot about eminent domain and condemnation by default. They're going to mm-hmm. have to because so many of us landowners are involved in this. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. they're
0: taking our building. They're yeah. taking some, not the building. They're taking some of the land well, in front of the building. Well, are yeah, they taking the building? We don't know that's a yeah. That's a
1: really good question, Ryan, because in some cases, they might not offer you the money for the taking of the building, but you may find out that you can't use that building right. anymore. can't have it. Huh. That's interesting. And so they may have to pay you for all of that. And you might See, not think of that. every case is different. Yeah. What your neighbor got or negotiated has nothing to do with what you may deserve. And here's something Because that, they're different.
0: The, here's something, too, that most people, eh, they might understand, they might not, but they, they're not necessarily taking all of your land. They might only need a little itty-bitty sliver, and sometimes it's— an acre, sometimes it's a quarter of an acre, sometimes it's I mean just a fraction of your land, and they're gonna take the percentage of what the whole value is and, and do their, their magic math and say, well, based on this amount of land, this is what we find the value of. So That's right.
1: That's right. But that's not always the end of it. Right. Because it's really what's left.
0: Right. Yeah. And that is
1: so important. Because what can med- you use it for? Yeah.
0: It might run through the middle of your land. And now you have two slots of land that are split by a road. You don't know. And it it could end up with like easement issues with, can I now go and use the other part of my driveway because I'm having to go across a road mm-hmm. or through a road or whatever. You're... Oh,
1: yeah. There's so many different things that come into play. Yeah. In, in...
0: And you yeah. don't know. That's why you hire yeah. an attorney who does yeah, this. No. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. You got to look at all, you look under every rock and yeah. find out what's going on. Because what you don't want to happen is to, you know, jump on an offer, take it, go buy that new car you've been wanting, only to find out later that your property that is remaining is not worth anything or mm. not worth what it was. Oh, yeah. And you didn't get compensated. Because once you settle with them,
0: yeah, resale you're value. done. Like a lot of people aren't considering resale value. What if I'm going to sell in three years and now mm-hmm. I have this road that's making people not want to buy my house?
1: Absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's something really interesting for realtors to understand too. So, um, and, and if you're a realtor, just let us know. We might try and put on yeah. maybe a little. Uh, now that everyone understands how to use Zoom, or you know, moderately understands, <laughs> maybe we'll do a little Zoom chat where we're doing kind of a little seminar on uh, yeah, we could do uh, understanding how all this stuff works. We could
2: or all the videos we just shot, realtors. You are always welcome to. Share those to your clients. Yeah.
0: yeah, we're actually coming out with a yeah, bunch we, of videos just, on, on this very subject. Yeah, yeah, we just recorded like ten or fifteen. So, and also, if you guys have other questions about it, and let us know. Like, we will make we will all the videos it. we possibly can and yeah. help a, as many people. And as people we can. should
1: contact their realtors. Uh, That they have a relationship with, if they're going to have some of their property taken, because uh, realtors have a lot of knowledge in this area. Now they may not know the ins and outs of the procedure, but they can look at property and say, "Wow, if they take that, we're going to have a problem." Right. Well, when we were when
0: when you were learning about your issue here a realtor is the one that brought it to you and said hey look at the map here you know they're going to be doing this to williamson and this and that and you're like oh well no i didn't know all that yeah, thank you seen, i, <laughs>
1: I have not actually seen the map for our office yet yeah. and i think it was a realtor yeah. said hey did you know this i said no i hadn't seen that let me see that <laughs> yeah
0: let me make a, a copy of that real quick
1: <laughs> <laughs> am i going to take the first offer we, we shall see we don't know. stay tuned
2: <laughs> i don't know for some reason i doubt it
0: the king of negotiation hey, hey, over here if i
1: find out it's fair I'll take it. Uh, you're gonna fight. I know you. Nah, you know, I'm, not, I'm only one. What's fair? Well Tiffany will fight for me though. <laughs> yeah,
0: there you go, you'll hire a different lawyer. <laughs> <Tiffany>. <laughs> well, I mean, before we leave, I just wanna throw a shout out to Ben's uh amazing cooking last night.
2: Oh, come on.
0: Why did
1: I co- oh no, <laughs> you're not gonna bring that up. I you know, you're you're you happen to be over both of you over at my house late, so what do I have to do? I have to cook for you, right? And you got. I can't. <laughs> you know, like you won't leave. <laughs> so, no. I have to do something.
0: The thing is, so he was he was grilling a, a grilling. He was broiling broiling. That's what you're doing. Uh, uh, I like to call it roasting. Roasting. Uh, um, what's a it tenderloin. called? Tenderloin. Tenderloin. Well, that was a,
2: purchased in advance. Yes,
1: because.
0: Because we y'all were none. coming over, I know. Okay, okay. Yeah, but but
1: Tiffany worried about the Tiff's, public out there. Oh, <laughs> she's just a mooch. T- or, uh, ben
0: Ben's got uh, in his oven. He's got a probe, so he can put the probe into the meat, and it tells him the the temperature in the middle of the meat. It's it's beautiful. Well, the probe didn't work,
1: <laughs> so. And there were a lot of jokes about that at the house last night <laughs> that I didn't appreciate, but um, anyway.
0: Well, me <laughs> me and your daughter just kept kind of looking at each other, and we're like, man, this has been so, a while, and so she.
1: Actually, it, it we got it to work, we thought. Yeah. You know, it's the one that you, you, you put it in the meat, and it tells you when the temperature's yeah. right, and it stops cooking it. Yeah. So I set it at a at a good temperature. Yeah. And it's always worked before. We had a little trouble getting it started. But but it just it, said
0: low the whole time, and we're like, man, yeah, this is taking low. a while to And cook. so
1: we're sitting there, we have a glass of wine maybe, or two. And um, <laughs> we I looked at it. Ryan. I go, Ryan, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a long time. And the temperature's still low. He goes, dude, I dude. think.
2: And you can hear the sizzling <laughs>
1: from within the oven. So, so I'm, I'm kind of a rare meat guy.
0: Yeah, we got a medium well uh, tenderloin, which medium is. Medium well? You're being mm. kind. That's so generous you. <laughs> I, mean. I had a little bit of red in mind, just a little bit. Where did you get that? Because yeah. uh, the, the rest thing of is, it was. It still tasted good, though. It was, yeah. It
1: was. Well, look, yeah. man, let's give, we Harris Teeter, it. let's give Harris Teeter a plug on those. Uh, they got. They that got
2: was a big meat. old tenderloin.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: they got good, good no. meat there. But I mean, I I ended up today going home and getting on the big green egg and making a nice medium rare ribeye. It was. Are you tasty? Are you
1: throwing jabs at me? No, I never would. How could I do that? Yeah, you know, <laughs> the whole roasting in the oven was a jab too, because the man would never anything and uh, he's a green no, egg I, outside
0: I don't know how it. to use the oven for like grilling. Things.
1: well obviously i, oh, uh, no. <laughs> I <laughs> you, you do you got
0: you got uh taken advantage of by the technology yeah yeah that's okay yeah. Let's blame it on the
2: technology failed you. Yeah, my probe is it failed, happens to all of your us.
1: Your probe has failed me again. <laughs> <Your>
0: <laughs> 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 all right, we need to get out of here, guys. Thanks for listening. If you have questions on eminent domain, please let us know. We will do anything we can to educate you guys. But other than that, tune in next time to the Welcome Home Lake Norman podcast.